God is not a God of disorder or confusion, but is the God of peace. If I have the gift of the prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains but do not have love, I am nothing. We also have the prophetic message as something completely reliable, and you will do well to pay attention to it as to a light shining in a dark place. Until the day dawns and the morning stars rise in your hearts. You are tuning into the Tribe of Christians podcast with host Brandon Dawson, the chief sinner, bringing you a peace of mind, clarity, insight, and perspective to the world you live in by the word of God, featuring the latest updates on end time prophecy news. Don't Don't forget forget to subscribe to the the Tribe of Christians Christians broadcast, broadcast, either on Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Podbean, SoundCloud, Facebook, or YouTube at tribeofchristians.com. Without further ado, here is your host and teacher, the Chief Sinner. Welcome and thank you for tuning in to the Tribe of Christians podcast. I am your host and teacher, Brandon Dawson, and these are the Northeast Coast Prophecies. Now, God is not limited in communication unlike we are. He doesn't need to rely on the five senses to communicate to us. God has the entire vast amount of time, space, energy, all of creation in his word to communicate to us. It is never a matter of if God is speaking, but rather what God is speaking. And in most cases, when dealing with significant prophecies and events, if you want to understand what is happening or why it is happening, all you have to do is turn to the Bible and look at Israel. Genesis chapter 1, 14 through 19, the Bible says, Let there be lights in the vault of the sky to separate the day from the night. Let them serve as signs to mark sacred times, days, and years. And let them be vault or lights in the vault of the sky to give light on the earth. And it was so. God made two great lights, the greater light to govern the day and the lesser light to govern the night. He also made the stars. God set them in the vault of the sky to give light on the earth, to govern the day and the night, and to separate light from darkness. God saw that it was good, and there was evening and there was morning the fourth day. Now the Bible also tells us in Amos 3.7 that the Lord God will do nothing without revealing his plan to his servants, the prophets. Now this has never changed. And to this day, God continues to speak both through his creation and through his servants, the prophets, before anything happens. Now throughout biblical prophecy, since the very beginning of creation and time, the sun and the moon have served as significant signs concerning the times as two lights in the earth, representing both the church and Israel. The sun symbolizes the Gentile nations, where the moon symbolizes Israel. There are also two calendar systems, the Gregorian calendar, which is based upon the sun and is what we use, and the Jewish Hebrew calendar based upon the moon lunar cycles. And when you see significant things occurring with the moon or the sun, 
On significant dates, it is not a coincidence. Nothing is ever a coincidence in biblical prophecy. They mean something. And since 2014, for the past seven years, there have been signs, messages, visions, and dreams concerning events that are unfolding before our very own eyes. Joel chapter 2 and 3, concerning the judgments of the nations and the end times in connection to Israel, the land of Israel, the Bible tells us that he will pour out my spirit. I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. Even all my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days. I will show wonders in heavens and on the earth, blood and fire, billows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. Now, people will prophesy. They will have visions. There will also be solar and lunar eclipses, blood moons. There will be volcanoes and earthquakes. All of these things that Jesus warned about in Matthew chapter 24 concerning the times and connection to Israel in the land of Israel. Now, in the years 2014 and 2015, for those two years, there occurred what we called the four blood moon tetrions, where for two years straight, a blood moon fell on four significant Jewish festivals of Passover and the Feast of Tabernacles. This served as a grave warning to the nations concerning the land of Israel. And it came true this past year, 2020, with the coronavirus outbreak. None of these things are by chance or by coincidence. In 2017, there were a series of significant signs that occurred in the beginning, first year of President Trump's presidency. 2017 was also when the word of the Lord first came to me and I began seeing visions and prophecies concerning our nation in the Northeast Coast. 2017 was also the 50th year anniversary, a jubilee for the city of Jerusalem when it was recaptured by Israel in the 1967 Six-Day War. August 21st, 2017, there occurred what they called the Great American Eclipse, where a total solar eclipse was visible from the East Coast to the West Coast, or from the West Coast to the East Coast of the United States. And then again, the sun symbolizes Gentile nations, and it served as a grave warning sign to our nation in connection to Israel in the land of Israel. September 23rd, 2017, there also occurred another great sign that they called the Revelation 12 sign. On September 23rd, 2017, the constellations of Virgo and Leo aligned perfectly with the planets of Mercury, Mars, Venus, and Jupiter with the sun and moon, which painted an exact replica of the Revelation 12 sign, which is found in Revelation chapters 12, verses 1 and 2. A great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and a crown of 12 stars on her head. She was pregnant and cried out in pain as she was about to give birth. The woman is also a consistent symbol throughout the Bible in biblical prophecy, which symbolizes the church in the nation of Israel. The 12 stars symbolize the 12 tribes of Israel and the 12 apostles. The moon symbolizes the nation of Israel and the promises of God to his people. 
The sun symbolized the Gentile nations and how the nation of Israel is a light to all the other nations. And pregnancy in the child symbolized the rebirth of the nation of Israel as well as the seven-year tribulation period which is also known as Jacob's trouble or birthing pains. So this sign told us that a major shift was coming. Prophecies concerning Israel would begin to be completed and fulfilled. And it also served as a grave warning to the Gentile nations in connection to Israel and the land of Israel. Zechariah chapter 8 prophesies the restoration of Jerusalem and the temple. Zechariah chapters 10 and 12 also prophesy about the full restoration of the tribes of Judah and the house of David also prophesying of the restoration of the priesthood for temple services. This coincides with Ezekiel's prophecy concerning the third temple and the restoration of temple services. Now, a lot of things have to happen before Israel can actually build the third temple, specifically with the Temple Mount. And so I believe that God's purpose for the Trump administration was to bring sovereignty and restoration of Jerusalem, sovereignty of a Jewish Jerusalem capital to the Jewish people in Israel. Because again, 50 is a number that symbolizes a jubilee, where captives are set free and the land is restored and returned to its rightful owners. The timing, is, the timing of this was affirmed the purpose of the Trump administration for Jerusalem. A lot of people will tell you that America is Mystery Babylon or is the revived Roman Empire beast system of the Antichrist. It is not. There are two passages in scripture that identify the purpose of the United States in connection to Israel. They're found in Isaiah chapter 61, 4 through 6, and Matthew chapter 21, verse 43. Isaiah 61, 4 through 6 prophesies the restoration of Israel and that the wealth of other nations will be used to rebuild Israel. They will rebuild in ancient ruins and restore the places long devastated. They will renew the ruined cities that have been devastated for generations. Strangers will shepherd your flocks. Foreigners will work your fields and vineyards. And you will be called priest of the Lord. You will be named ministers of our God. You will feed on the wealth of nations, and in their riches you will boast. In a word the Lord spoke to me concerning Israel, October 2nd, 2018, which is titled The Foreigner. The Lord said to me, because Israel rejected him and made a foreigner of him, the Lord took a nation of foreigners, the United States, and through a nation of foreigners and immigrants, he literally rebuilt Israel. Though the son you bore but have rejected is the king through the rejected that has reborn you. And in Matthew chapter 21, verses 42 through 43, as Jesus is overlooking the city of Jerusalem, knowing that it was about to be destroyed, he said to them, saying, The stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. The Lord has done this and is marvelous in our eyes. Therefore, I tell you that the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people who will produce its fruit. So these two passages of prophecies were literally fulfilled through the United States, a nation of foreigners and immigrants who were rejected from all over the world to not only spread the gospel message, 
but to help rebuild and restore Israel and Jerusalem, exactly as prophesied by Isaiah and Jesus. In 1948, President Harry Truman became the first world leader to officially recognize the sovereignty of Israel and the Jewish people. And he gave Israel the money it needed to rebuild, fulfilling Isaiah's prophecy. Also, God used President Ronald Reagan in, 19, in 1983 to usher in a deal to Israel which offered a grant of $1.5 billion to Israel if the Israeli government agreed to abandon its socialistic economy and adopt a U.S.-style capitalist model using American-trained professionals. And then within one year of this deal, inflation tumbled from 450% to just 2%. A budget deficit of 15% GDP shrank to zero. And Israel's economy opened up for imports. This also led to the Israeli high tech evolution which led to 600% increase in investment in Israel transforming the country into a major player in the high-tech world and again after Israel's six-day war led that which led to the recapture of Jerusalem Saudi Arabia raised the cost of oil exports tremendously against the US because of US's support to Israel which in return, this led to a deal brokered out between the U.S. and Saudi Arabia, establishing the U.S. petrodollar system, which made the U.S. dollar the world's leading reserve currency. Now, this is one of the primary reasons why the U.S. dollar remains so strong and the U.S. economy prospers. And throughout the years, the United States has been Israel's strongest and most faithful ally, and history has proven that God does and has in fact prospered the United States for the purposes of prospering Israel, his people, his inheritance. And so God's purpose for President Trump was to help bring fulfillment of Zechariah's prophecy concerning Jerusalem in the Temple Mount. And thanks to the efforts of his administration, if you do a Google search and you actually look and take a look on Google Maps and you search and you look up the capital of Israel, it no longer says Tel Aviv, it says Jerusalem, a fulfillment of Zechariah's prophesy, or prophecy. However, with these events also came grave warning signs, according to Joel 2 and 3, not to divide up the land of Israel. And so in 2017, there were significant signs that warned us, our nation, concerning the land of Israel. April 14, 2017. The Lord came to me through a vision, and the Lord showed me the Statue of, the Lib Statue of Liberty surrounded in storm clouds. And then he showed me that the city was completely destroyed and completely submerged underwater. June 5th and December 22nd, 2017, I also had a vision where I saw plagues striking the nation. And specifically in that vision, the Lord showed me that the church and this plague would greatly impact the church and it would serve as a separation point between real and false believers in Christ. June 5th, 2017. While eating dinner this evening, I got a weird eerie call from the CDC doing surveys. No joke. God would often send plagues as a judgment or to bend nations and peoples to obedience. While reading earlier today, 1 Samuel 3 and 6, 
The Philistines sold the Ark of the Covenant from the Israelites, and God sent plagues over them like the times of the Egyptians' oppression over Israel in Exodus. Something big is in the make. And then December 22nd of 2017, I had a dream that the Lord showed me what it looked like for Christians and non-believers both who refused to receive and or obey His word. I was walking around and I began to see very sick people and many of them began to die and decay. It resembled a plague. In the dream, there was a sense that these people were imitators of Christianity, but did not truly belong to the Lord. It felt a great sense of rejection, and as a result, they began to die. And as we know, in 2020, coronavirus occurred greatly impacting churches all over the nation. Many liberal states in New York and California acted as dictators, forcefully shutting down churches in threat of imprisonment and jail time. This will later serve as a test and a dividing point as to which churches were willing to fight and stand up for the gospel and against dictatorship. This was a dividing and defining moment. The coronavirus also caused the biggest scandals to occur in the 2020 election, serving as another sign and affirmation of Joel chapter 2 and 3 concerning the land of Israel. And then August 28, 2018, I had another vision, and I saw the stock market completely plummeting in the very last or final hours of trading until the closing bell. Now, at that time, that vision didn't make any sense to me. We were at the height of President Trump's presidency, and the stock market was achieving an all-time record high. And however, the March, when, whenever March 2020 hit, the coronavirus declared a global pandemic, nations closed their borders. And as a result, the stock markets reacted to the bad news right after President Trump's press release on the virus. And literally, the markets began to plummet in the very final hours of trading and its worst drop in history, exactly as the Lord had showed me. Good evening, I'm Kelly Evans. I'm Scott Wapner. This is the 63rd day of this massive global health crisis. Yeah, we are here tonight because of the violent market reaction to the very real threat the coronavirus is about to impact this country in ways we have never seen before. On Wall Street, as we are watching the end of trading today, right now the Dow is settling down somewhere in the down 2300 range. Ending a grim day on Wall Street today. At one point, trading was even halted because of such a quick drop. We're going to go over to Chief Business Correspondent Rebecca Jarvis, who's here with me right now to try to make sense of this all. Rebecca, we saw this circuit breaker kick in this morning. Trading resumed. It doesn't seem to have helped a whole lot. And then we got a move by the Fed as well. I know there's a lot to unpack there, but let's just start by what you make of this closing. Well, this is a historic closing, down 10%. We have not seen that for a very long time in the markets. It will be the worst day this year, but the worst day for many years mm -hmm. for stocks. And what Wall Street is contending with right now is the reality that is unfolding before all of America. And that is the stark choices that are being made in communities across the country between public health and the economy. And public health has to win. And in these choices... December 12, 2018, I published a prophetic word concerning a revelation according to the Hebrew year 5779 for the Hebrew letter Tet, T-E-T, representing the number nine. And it revealed to me the grave events were about to transpire over our nation in connection to both Israel 
and also with abortion, with child sacrifice and the worship of Baal. The number nine would also serve as a grave warning sign again through our 2020 presidential elections concerning the 306 electoral college number that Biden won, 3 plus 6 equaling 9. The number 9 is a number in biblical prophecy that can symbolize finality. It can symbolize the atonement of sin and judgment as Jesus was crucified in the ninth hour of the day. Now, the Hebrew letter Tet is a paradoxical letter in that it reveals both good and evil. The form of the letter is inverted, suggesting a hidden goodness like that of a woman who is pregnant with a child. However, there is a potential, or where there's a potential for goodness, there's also an opportunity per, per, for perversion and evil. The pictograph of the letter Tet can also resemble either a coiled up snake or even the belly of a pregnant woman pregnant woman. Therefore, I prophesied in 2019 a warning of coming evil that would transpire over our nation that would include abortion and issues relating to the land of Israel. Six weeks after, six weeks later, after the release of that word, January 22nd, 2019, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo did a press release on the 46th year anniversary of Roe v. Wade, and he signed into New York State law the Women's Reproductive Health Act legalizing late-term abortion of a full-term baby all the way up to its funeral. It is a good evening this evening. Congratulations, congratulations, congratulations. The, let's give a warm welcome to all the advocates who have worked so long and so hard for so many years. And let's give a round of applause to all the legislators who finally got it done. We took the vote. And we have a special guest of honor. It couldn't come together any better than it's come together today. Sarah Weddington, who argued Roe v. Wade here today on the 46th anniversary of Roe v. Wade. Let's give Sarah a big round of applause. talking to some members of my staff about this and you know
Soon after that, governors of states of Vermont, Illinois, Rhode Island, and Virginia followed in Andrew Cuomo's footsteps. And just six days after late-term abortion was passed in New York, on January 28, 2019, our nation, through the leadership of President Trump, in the coalition support of Prime Ministers Netanyahu and Benny Gantz, they put forward a two-state solution between Israel and the Palestinians that would have indeed divided up parts of Judea and given it to the Palestinians for statehood. That is why our proposal provides precise technical solutions to make Israelis, Palestinians, and the region safer and much more prosperous. My vision presents a win-win opportunity for both sides, a realistic two-state solution that resolves the risk of Palestinian statehood to Israel's security. Today, Israel has taken a giant step toward peace. Yesterday, Joel's chapter 3, verses 1 and 2, specifically states that not only is God against any kind of two-state solution plan whatsoever, but also that this is the single primary act that in fact initiates the seven-year tribulation period and judgment upon the entire earth for dividing up the Lord's land. In those days and at the time when I restore the fortunes of Judah and Jerusalem, I will gather all nations and bring them down to the valley of Jehoshaphat. There I will put them on trial for what they did to my inheritance, my people Israel, because they scattered my people among the nations and divided up my land. So the blood moons that we saw in 2014 through 2015, the great American solar eclipse that we saw August 28, 2017, the Revelation 12 sign on September 23rd, the prophetic warning of the Hebrew year 5779 with the Hebrew letter Tet in connection to the visions that I had and I saw in 2017 and 18 concerning our nation was in warning in connection to these two singular events, I believe directly resulted in the outbreak of COVID-19 and the loss of the 2020 presidential elections. In response, the word of the Lord came to me again published on March 5th, 2019, concerning coming judgment to the nation in response to both late-term abortion and for attempting to divide up the land of Israel. The Lord said to me, judgment would begin to be carried out within one year. See now that I have set you as the example of the rest of your nation for all to see what was done in secret is now done in praise in broad daylight. You have brought ridicule and judgment upon yourselves, for my people flee from wickedness. I have sent a sign to them that they may depart from you and my presence be removed. For I have even sent a sign to your shores to speak to you. Sand by the ocean erodes, but it is preserved in the wilderness. So I shall do to you like what the sea does to the sand, for you have been like the sea, eroding all that I have sent. And see that I not leave any foundation left, or else you may build up again. And so through that word, the Lord said to me first, send, uh, the Lord said to me first, send a sign that would cause people to flee out of the cities like New York City. 
And secondly, he said that he would send a sign to the shores of those cities of erosion as a warning. And then thirdly, he blamed the, the perversions of truth occurring in the churches as a direct result of the evils that transpired. And then fourthly, the Lord warned that the cities will be overtaken by water, just how the ocean erodes the sand. Breaking news tonight, the coronavirus outbreak declared a global pandemic. And now the extreme new measures in the U.S. Large events banned in Washington state and San Francisco. As U.S. cases rise over a thousand, the governor with a grim warning to anyone violating the order. It's madness to be played in empty arenas. The NBA also preparing for its first game without fans and President Trump addressing the nation from the Oval Office tonight. Also, hospitals sounding the alarm, growing fears. They'll be overwhelmed if there's a surge in patients. The urgent race to slow the spread and what to do if you think you need to be tested. Plus, more major universities shutting campuses down. Small businesses taking a big hit as people stay home. On Wall Street, the Dow plunging again, now entering a bear market. The coronavirus continues to grow. More than 1,600 Americans now are infected. At least 40 have died in other countries. The numbers we know are far higher. A thousand have now perished in Italy. But the numbers here we know are going to continue to climb as more people do get tested. Dozens of bodies were found in U-Haul trucks outside of a funeral home in the Flatland section. Police were called after neighbors say that they noticed a foul smell. March 16, 2019, about two weeks after that word, the Lord gave me another prophetic word in which it revealed a major shift would occur in the church, that he would cause for the church to take a stance in a fight, compared it to the transition between Saul and David. And in that word, the Lord said that there would be a harvest, and that there would be a defining moment for the church that would separate true believers from the non-believers and also compared it to Jacob and Esau, when Esau forsaken his birthright. He is sending me out to the fight, to fight the battle that Saul has set out. He is sending me out to the fields where his people are gathered with a shout, with a trump. David brought him down with a rock, but by the sword of the Lord, by the word of mouth, the Lord has brought this one down, and the name of the Lord is glorified. The harvest is the Lord's, and the kingdom is his. They have forfeited their right as Saul was cast aside. They are like Esau, who despised his birthright and gave it to Jacob. The kingdom is passing into the hands of David. Those who go out and fight the Lord's battles, those who deliver his people, those who honor the Lord with their hearts in truth, obedience, and in faith. And so March 11, 2020, 
coronavirus was officially declared a global pandemic occurring exactly one year as the Lord said it would occur. That he would send millions of people fleeing out of those cities. That he would shut down churches and cause other churches to have to fight back. And would later result in the removal of President Trump from the presidency for his role in nearly dividing up the land of Israel. All within a single month, our nation, we had plague resulting in famine and severe economic hardship, followed by extreme civil unrest through the violent riots as a result of the death of George Floyd. Plague, famine, civil unrest, or the sword. All three of these elements are also consistent themes throughout biblical prophecy and connection to Israel and the end times. Just prior to Babylon's destruction of Jerusalem, the Bible tells us in Jeremiah chapter 32, 24, that all of those signs were present over Israel prior to its destruction. See how the siege ramps are built up to take the city because by the sword, famine and plague, the city will be given into the hands of the Babylonians who are attacking it. What you said has happened as you now in Revelation chapter 6, the four horsemen of the apocalypse that are unleashed over the entire nation follow the exact same pattern. They are plagued, famine, and the sword, and a military conqueror who will be the Antichrist, all unleashed at the time of the division of the land of Israel. So this tells me that the purpose of coronavirus, the economic hardships that followed the civil unrest, are all purpose to weaken this nation for an oncoming attack. I believe will impact four prominent cities along the northeast coast of our nation. I also believe that one of the reasons that the Lord allowed for President Trump to be removed from office was to protect him from the oncoming disasters I believe will hit New York City and Washington, D.C., perhaps sparing his life from, for a much greater purpose in 2024 to help rebuild our nation and relationships with Israel. August 3rd, 2020, I published a prophetic word concerning the year 2021, 5781, the year we are in now, where the Lord revealed to me through the Hebrew calendar 5781 and through the 21st Hebrew alphabet letter Shin, that an evil government would be elected over our nation and that it would signal the timing of com coming disaster over these cities. September 16th, 5 a.m. in the morning, I also had another vision where I heard the words, the veil is broken, spoken to me three times revealing to me that not only corruption was about to be unveiled, but also indicating that a major shift would occur over our nation. Now, three days later, after September 16, 2020, Justice Ruth Ginsburg on the Supreme Court passed away on a significant Jewish festival on Rosh Hashanah, which is the Jewish New Year. That signaled to me a change in power was not only coming to the United States, but also for Israel. And so September 26, 2020, approximately 38 days prior to the U.S. 2020 presidential elections, I had another vision from the Lord concerning Kamala Harris. 
on the night of September 26, 2020, I saw in a vision a black dog who appeared before me and it said to me three times, prepare the way Lilith the destroyer is coming. And then I woke up. Lilith is a demonic being associated with the destruction and the judgment of the nations in Isaiah chapter 34 verses 11 through 14 concerning Israel. The name Kamala is Hindu and in the Hindu Sanskrit it means lotus or red or lotus flower. The lotus flower is a red water lily and also the name of the Hindu goddess Lotus. Now in the Bible, Revelation 6, the second seal is the red horseman who is given the power of the sword through war to take peace away from the earth. On January 3rd, Congressman Emmanuel Cleaver led the house's capital prayer in the name of the Hindu god Brahma. Brahma is a part of the Hindu trinity with the Hindu god Shiva and Vishnu. According to the Hindu beliefs, Vishnu is the preserver and the protector of the universe. His role is to return the earth in troubled times and restore the balance of good and evil. The Hindus believe that he has been reincarnated nine times and that there is, there is that number again, the number nine, and that the Hindus believe that he will be reincarnated one last time towards the end of the world. And the Hindu god Shiva is also known as the destroyer. Now may the god who created the world and everything in it Bless us and keep us. May the Lord make his face to shine upon us and be gracious unto us. May the Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon us and give us peace. Peace in our families, peace across this land. And dare I ask, O oh Lord, peace even in this chamber, now and evermore. We ask it in the name of the monotheistic God, Brahma, and God known by many names, by many different faiths. Amen. The appointment of the Biden-Harris presidency is a sign of coming judgment to the nation. This year will also be the 20th year anniversary of 9-11. In the Bible, the number 20 symbolizes a period of time of testing or a completion of a testing period. 20 years ago, there was also a contested U.S. presidential election through Bush versus Gore. There was also a 50-50 divide in the Senate, which is occurring right now. And three of the leading attorneys from the 2000 elections are now Supreme Court justices. This is not a coincidence or accident. These are significant warning signs that we should pray for our nation. The color red in Revelation 6 to the red horseman also symbolizes war and civil unrest. Water is also associated with the birth and rebirth, with cleansing and purification. And we see this according to the Bible in the story of Noah. And also as Jesus prophesied according to the end times that it will be like the times of Noah before the flood. And then on the evening of the 2020 elections, the word of the Lord came to me, and I specifically heard someone speak to me the number 306, confirming to me the electoral college count that Biden allegedly won. In the letter Shin, as in the 21st Hebrew letter, has a numerical value also of the number 300. 
Now the Statue of Liberty is also 356 inches tall. And the very last king of Israel, King Hoshea, only served as king for a total of nine years, which he only became king through a conspiracy of the killing of King Pekah. And again, the number nine, a number that symbolizes finality is a symbol and sign through the 2020 elections. January 23rd. January 23rd of this year, 2021, I also had another vision. And in that vision, I saw a raging sea along the entire northeast coast of the United States attacking our nation's coast. And throughout biblical prophecy in the end times, the sea is also very symbolic. The military was dispatched but was unable to save it. And I saw four prominent cities completely destroyed. The cities of Boston, Baltimore, New York City in Washington, D.C. July 22nd to 2020 of last year, I also had another vision concerning disaster hitting New York City. I saw massive fires all over New York City, including Manhattan and Long Island. The fires were so massive that the entire sky was red and orange from all the fires, and the sky looked exactly like the skies that were over San Francisco, California from the wildfires. Except in this vision, the sky wasn't only orange, but it was also red. And I saw people fleeing, trying to flee by planes and the airports, but the airports were closed due to the smoke. And then there were people trying to flee by boats. And when I looked towards the Hudson Bay, the harbor where the Statue of Liberty stands, where people were trying to flee by boats, I saw a massive, gigantic tidal wave that was traveling from the southeast, and it was traveling in the direction of the of northwest directly towards Long Island, the Rockaways, and towards Lower Manhattan where the Statue of Liberty is. May 17th was the last official vision that I had concerning our nation on the northeast coast. May 17th of this year, 2021, I had a vision and I was standing at a military naval munitions base which is located in Charleston, South Carolina, where I saw something catastrophic had happened to our nation which resembled World War I or World War II. And I saw civilians working with the military to restock ammo to restock ammo and bombs from the military. And in that vision, there was a man present and he told me that China had struck our nation on Wednesday the 19th. He didn't tell me the year, but he said it was on Wednesday the 19th. It was China. Now the next time the 19th will occur on a Wednesday is January of 2022. But I, I had a dream that followed the same pattern of the, of the months and I saw the calendar turn to September and a hand reached up and grabbed the month of September and pulled it off of the page. And, uh, and then it laid it down um, in front of an altar. And we have a secret place in our church that we built about seven, eight years ago. Uh, our altar has horns on it, just like the one mentioned in the Bible. We have uh, the four cardinal doctrines that some of God are on pictures in there. And I saw the month of September laid down in front of the altar where I pray at every day. Sometimes I hold on those all, those horns just because of, I, I need it for that day. But I, the, the, the September month was laid on the ground, and I was instructed to stand on the month of September and begin to pray for several things specifically. I was instructed to pray for the church to have a strong backbone, for corruption in the church to be exposed, and for a great harvest. And so I stand on the calendar, and I begin to pray for those things. And as I'm praying, I hear a voice that says, you're not enough. We need more people praying, so ask for more help. So 
as I'm standing on the counter, I'm calling out I, pastors, people, believers, whoever you are, we need to pray for the church to have a strong backbone, for corruption to be exposed, and for a great harvest. And and, and suddenly the, the counter below me just begins to get larger exponentially. And it reminded me of the, uh, I've been to Europe a couple of times, and they have plazas and, and uh, court, court area, courtyard areas where they have like the large life-size chess pieces. And the calendar where I'm standing on, it was Tuesday, September 1st that I'm standing on. And it just gets exponentially bigger. And, and finally, I see the calendar. It looks like the size of a football field. But but all of a sudden, I'm not the only one praying. Somebody else is standing on September 1st with me, and there's a couple more on on uh, September 2nd and the rest of the days. And there were people that were praying in tongues. Uh, there were some that were praying out loud. There were some that were very quiet. There were some that were kneeling, some laying prostrate, every every model of prayer that, that you can imagine. And But then the cry went out again, we need more help. We need more people to pray. So we began to, to as loud as we could, all of us, church, we need help. We need help. We need to come. You need to come. You need to pray. And so suddenly I realized that the outline of the calendar was now outlined of the contours of the United States of America, including Alaska and, and Hawaii. But I'm seeing the outline of the, of the country, but the calendar of September is there. And I'm kind of being raised in the air as more and more people are jumping onto the calendar and, and people are praying. All of a sudden, there's no white space on, on the calendar and people are feeling, look, they look like ants, people look like ants. But I see people standing all over the, the calendar on the country, the United States, and they're praying. They're praying for the church to have a strong backbone, for corruption to be exposed, and for great harvest. And then I see a finger appear and I see the word, that, and it writes, A Solemn in front of September, and then assembly afterwards. So I'm looking at the word, a solemn September assembly, which is a clear call to pray for that month. And the numbers of people just keep growing and growing and growing, and the contour of the U.S. is still there. And then suddenly, suddenly, I see a, a fires. Fires are coming, starting around the edges of America. There's fires starting inside. And some of the fires are the fires of revival that are starting all over the country, but I also see fires of opposition and persecution. And then I see storm clouds all over the country, even while we're praying. There's rains, there's storms. And I can see in the heavens uh, this demonic warfare with the angels of God. And you can hear the, the sabers rattling, and you can hear the fights, you can hear the, the grunts and the groans of the battle. I mean, it, it was a fight. And the people that were praying, uh, the, the fires of revival were coming, but the fires of opposition were also coming to the body of Christ. And I saw warfare. It was just, I saw the weariness of the saints. Um, Believers were holding each other up and standing together without any division, without, and, and they were fighting together in prayer. And, and the battle was severe. It was intense. It was brutal. I mean, it was abs there, were, there were people bleeding and wounded, bruised and exhausted from all the praying. And he, as I said, the heavens were alive as well with that. But when suddenly the heavens kind of opened and the storms kind of, kind of broke. And my mind and my attention was turned to the end of the month of, of September where there was a whole lot of people still praying on that day. And the heavens opened. And I saw the Lord and he was standing there with angels. And he said very clearly, arise my bride. Arise my bride and prepare to pray. Arise my bride, arise my bride and prepare for battle. And lastly, he said, arise my bride, arise my bride and prepare to see my face. For I'm coming soon and my reward is with me. And then there was a sound like of a thousand shofars being blown all at once. And even in the dream, I could feel the wind of those shofars hitting, hitting my face. And I woke up 
And there was and a so far this year, 2021, we are seeing all the same exact patterns that were occurring over our nation just as they occurred in 2017. We have had a solar eclipse. We have had a super blood moon. We have had significant earthquakes and volcanic eruptions in Alaska, Hawaii, Iceland, Costa Rica, the Caribbean, and also in South America. We have had a severe cyber terroristic attacks on our nation's infrastructure that has shut down thousands of gas stations across the northeast coast of the United States. And we are seeing an increasing military aggressiveness from the nations of Iran, China, and Russia. These are all happening and it's not a coincidence. All of these things are serving as significant warning signs to our nation of things that are about to come and unfold. We as believers need to prepare, we need to pray, and we need to get ready. This will not be the end of the United States. As I mentioned, I believe that God originally purposed President Trump to strengthen the sovereignty of Israel over Jerusalem. Our nation has gotten off course, and I believe that this is a redirect, a course correction, to get this nation back on path to fulfill its purpose, to help bring restoration, strength, and prosperity to the Jewish people. I believe humility will come from this. Just as millions of people flock to the churches after the events of 9-11, that these events will turn this nation around back to Him. And I believe that there will be sweeping revivals across this nation. I believe we will again see the great miracles of the Holy Spirit ministering in the lives across this nation just as they once did in the early church days of the apostles. The churches in America have become complacent. We've gotten off track and time is coming where we will again be called the tribe of Christians. We will be united back in true unity and purpose and calling to serve one another as we were originally purposed to do. And I believe never again will these evil, wicked cities overtake this nation until the, after the day the church is raptured. God loves this nation. He loves Israel. He is faithful and true to his words and his promises. Our nation will again fulfill its great destiny to serve the people of Israel once again. And I believe that it will be through this nation that God will begin to reveal himself to his people Israel just prior to the events of the war of Gog and Magog. So we need to pray for our nation. We need to pray that our nation will turn back to the Lord. Perhaps just as Nineveh was spared and saved from destruction. And we need to pray for President Trump. We need to pray for him and pray for Prime Minister Netanyahu. That they will be given the revelation of the wrongdoing that they have done to repent from nearly dividing up the land of Israel so that God can restore President Trump to his position. And we need to pray for the salvation of those lives who will be greatly impacted by these coming events. As the Bible tells us, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and seek my face, I will hear from heaven and heal their land.